0: how to, like, get them back, or I don't know how to reclaim them or even process them. You all, I guess, listening, pro- or honestly, probably didn't notice this, but <laughs> we did not release an episode last week, and that was just because of, well, one, you know, COVID. Yeah. If, if Liv, you want to tell that part.
1: um, Yeah, so Addie and I were set to record last week, and then I found out that I had COVID. Um, (laughs) I felt fine. Thankfully, there weren't any, like, crazy symptoms, and it didn't linger. Uh, But unfortunately, like, we couldn't meet to record. Um, Also within that time span, I turned 21, which was kind of fun and exciting and just all the things honestly Mm -hmm. we can dive into that Mm -hmm. more I guess later too um but we are back
0: yeah so you know 2022 um I well I can just I guess kind of start off with saying like the whole premise of like time and time passing and things changing has always just stressed me out a lot like I feel like anyone that knows me knows that and I've always kind of entered the new year feeling that like just feeling a lot of anxiety a lot of stress about the new year a lot of just feeling like what I have to offer or what will happen over this next year won't be something that I can handle or something that I can do. Like, I just feel like it's very much tied up into just this idea of the fact that I feel like I put all this pressure on myself for this new year. And, I mean, of course, I feel like we all kind of do that because you see everywhere, you know, it's like people have... like a word for the year or they have like these new year resolutions and stuff like that and so i think we kind of all head into a new year feeling this like expectation that we have to change something about our lives and we have to make something improved and we always have to do something more than what we're doing And so that's just, um, I think that that's a very like normal part of it. And I think that that's something that I have done a lot over these, like pretty much every year, I feel like I kind of start off with having a resolution and I have this list of goals and things that I want to accomplish and do, or just i just have some sort of like very curated expectation of my year um <clears throat> and i feel like this year um that has just not happened for me like i think it's one of the first years that i haven't done that and honestly i think it's due to a lot of things i think it's Due to the fact that, like, one, I mean, these past couple of years just in general have kind of felt like a big blur, I think, for all of us in just a a lot of different ways. And then with COVID and stuff, I feel like it's made time feel like this very odd thing that we can't really understand because it was like, I mean, even just when I was about to start college, it was 2019. And I would say to myself, I would be like, oh my gosh, like 2022 and like 2023 is so far away. Like that's forever away. And I just looked at these years kind of that we're in now and that we're starting as something that was so far away. And then here we are and we're there. And so I think there is just a weird sense of, like, loss with that, like, feeling like I've lost, um, some of these just past couple of years, and, like, I don't know how to, like, get them back, or I don't know how to reclaim them, or even process them, so what about you? Like, how has, what are you kind of thinking up over these just over this year? Like, what do you have in mind? What are you thinking about?
1: Um, Wow, that was really good. And I think there's definitely something to be said for recognizing the expectation that we put on ourselves, that society kind of puts on us, that this new year automatically means that we have to become this new version of ourselves, right off the bat, even. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely resonate with a lot of what you're saying. So many people that I know have so clearly a vision for 2022 and all of these resolutions as well. And I don't know about you, but anytime I have tried to make resolutions, (laughs) they really have, I don't think ever truly come to total fruition. Not to say that setting new year's resolutions are not a good thing or, you know, having such a clear vision, like if you have that, then that's like wonderful and great. But I do think there's something to be said for like, we all don't have to have that pressure to perform or that pressure to become even. Mm. Um, And so I'm glad that you kind of referenced that because I thought at the end of 2021 that I had such clear vision for what I wanted this year to be. And something just to note is that my birthday is five years, five years, oh my (laughs) gosh, five days after New Year's Day. Mm, Sorry, that was just, that was fun. That was humbling. Um, My birthday is five days after New Year's Day. And so for so long, I hated that just because so close to Christmas and whatnot, um, and I like to feel different and special. And so when my, when my birthday is lumped into the holiday season, it's just, it used to be something I dreaded. I just noticed that it's something I can celebrate now. It's kind of fun having a birthday so close to the new year because I get to start, you know, I guess those seasons really kind of simultaneously. Yeah. Um. So end of 2021, I felt like I had such a clear vision and we even recorded um, a little bit last episode, we just didn't include it because it was quite lengthy and we figured why not make a whole episode on 2022, but we recorded what we were hoping to see and do and accomplish for 2022. Um, and quickly at the beginning of 2022, a lot of things unfolded, like, um, I got COVID and that prohibited me from experiencing like a birthday gathering with friends and, Um, Got in the way of a lot of other plans, too. And so right off the bat, I kind of felt let down in a way. Um, All these big hopes and dreams that I felt like I had envisioned for 2022 had already started to dwindle a little bit. Um, And there's also, I guess, some personal goals that I've set for myself, like health-wise, like wellness-wise. And I wouldn't call them resolutions because, again, trying to avoid, I guess, that pressure Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you should be able to start, I guess, a change in your lifestyle at any time of the year. You have 365 days and I don't think, you know, January 1st means that you have to wait until that point. And um, so I had like all these little goals and things, I guess, I had set for myself. And um, I'm with you in just acknowledging those things and working on those things, but not striving for perfection in those things. Mm -hmm. And we talked a little bit last episode about extending grace towards ourselves, like more so receiving God's grace for us um, and not being perfect. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of, I guess, thoughts and feelings, I'm not sure if everyone holds to this, but for so long I held to this idea that the beginning of a new year means, you know, one to two to three steps closer to, I guess, this better version or more perfect version of myself. Um, I had a sweet conversation with a friend this past weekend and we were just kind of talking about how, um, there's not a lot of stability that we feel like we, we can't get life to quite feel very stable. Um, which is crazy because this friend of mine is a few years older. She's married. Um, living in a different city and we just kind of got to talk a little bit about how even though like we were in like different seasons and different ages we're still kind of grouped into this I guess category of just like you know emerging adulthood we're all kind of figuring it out Mm -hmm. as we go Um, and that perfection is something that discourages me more than it encourages me and I feel like this might people think that they're not striving towards perfection. Like I do this all the time. Like, no, I'm not really striving for, for perfection. I just want to be better. But it becomes this like endless pursuit of like better and better and better. Um, as if there is this actualized version of myself out there and I'm just trying to find her the best that I can with each, you know, new workout plan or each new lifestyle change or each new habit that, you know, I implement or get rid of. Um, but I find that in all of that underneath is like this underlying, like subliminal search for more is what I've labeled it Mm -hmm. is just this constant, like feeling and like pressure that I put on myself that I have to become, I guess this version of myself that is more acceptable, um, to others, maybe even more acceptable to God and more acceptable, like for myself, like Mm self-acceptance comes from, you know, becoming this version of myself, this New Year's, you know, version of myself, the 2022 version of Olivia. And I think as much as it's great to have vision and hopes and dreams for the new year, I think it's also important to recognize that um, striving for perfection is kind of unrealistic and um, definitely hard to notice sometimes within ourselves. Um, But I find that learning the practice of peace, wherever you are, is so much more valuable. Um, and it's definitely harder whenever the whole world is running after success, the whole world is running after, um, this actualized version of themselves. But I find that, um, we can't always control the things around us, you know, Mm -hmm. our relationships, the jobs that we get or don't get, um, the achievements that we make, the resolutions that we keep. Um, those things sometimes feel like they're very much in our control. And I feel like society tells us, like, you are in control of your own life. Um, But sometimes disappointments just serve as a reminder that we're really not as in control as we think. Um, And I think that there is a lot of freedom in that whenever um, you're resting, knowing, or believing that Christ is consistent, He stays the same, He is perfect, and we don't have to be... um, And just knowing that he himself is our peace, um, that's found in scripture and more than anything, just resting in that and resting and receiving peace and learning that I don't always have to go and do, I don't always have to strive to become this better version of myself. And, um, I'm not saying that growth is not necessary because I think it most definitely is. And I think that, um, recognizing that there is so much to learn. And even in the span of a year, like, I think it's a great, you know, resolution or commitment to just, you know, grow, like put yourself in maybe uncomfortable positions and challenge yourself, but also like, it's okay if you fail. Um, and so I just, I just think that, um, I resonated a lot with what you said about not feeling like this pressure, especially because You know, I did have vision for last year. I did have, you know, things that I prayed over last year that didn't all come true. Um, But I know that everything that let me down last year, everything that served, you know, to disappoint me and to grieve me, in a way I totally see transformed and God used it for a greater good. And I think that resting and knowing that He um, will use all of it to refine us and to grow us and knowing that we don't have to be in complete control. We don't have to put this pressure on us or assume this pressure of just becoming a more perfect version of ourselves. Mm. Um, and so I think like resting in peace and instead of striving towards perfection is something that I need to do, um, a lot more of in 2022. And so I know that's probably not a clear vision and it's definitely not like a word. Mm. Um, But I hope that it speaks to someone who maybe doesn't have like these, you know, huge dreams or goals yet, because who's to say that in a month or so you do receive this vision or you are moved, you know, to prayer and about your calling and your future. And maybe the Lord does present an opportunity that wasn't there January 1st, 2022. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think there's something to be said about, like you said, not assuming this pressure of coming into the new year with just all of the plans and goals and dreams as if they won't come true, um, or that God won't reveal them bit by bit, you know, along the way.
0: Oh, that was so good. Liv. Like, I just feel like I could say so much about that. Just, I mean, one, just how it's like, That is what we're told, like, that's the culture, messaging, that's the system that we live in in society that tells us that we are in control of our own lives, we make things happen, we um, need to prove something in order to be loved and in order to feel valued and seen in society and so it's just like that just makes me think and realize that this is so much more than just between and inside of ourselves like it's something that is ingrained in our culture and it's something that we Are taught, and so it isn't something that's even on us because that's what we're used to, you know. Like last year, um, I took a class, winter quarter, and it was sociology of disability, Um, and it was a really amazing class. Like, I feel like I learned so much, and um, kind of like how the class was structured was we read about four books and they were all written by like people who um, either just had like some sort of like, like chronic condition or disability, like really anything. And it was from their perspective. And, um, and so I was just, like thinking about that um, today even and just everything that I gained from that class and something that I just very much like really tapped into and like learned there and then yet now I'm like really starting to see it like come up for me more is just this perception, I guess, of what it means to be productive and um, successful and loved and valuable. And that's just like, was something that we really spent the whole quarter talking about is like, okay, well, what if that's not the case. Like, what if, um, you aren't productive according to society's measures and standards? And I just walked away from that class with a lot, but I feel like one of the core things I just really learned from that is just how much, like, we're just loved and we're just enough and we're, like, good just because we're human. And, nothing else makes that change. Like, nothing else determines or changes that. It's just because of our innate nature that we're loved um, and that we're, like, worth it, you know? And so it just kind of, like, makes me think kind of about that class and then just about, like, when we tell ourselves and then we tell other people that you have to do this in order to achieve this or you have to have a new word for the year or a new set of resolutions for the year. That tells you and that tells others that that's the only worth and that's the only way to earn your place in the world. And so then that just brings all of these other problems and issues and conversations into question about, okay, well, like, what about this? Like, for example, like, what about people who um, aren't able to do X, Y, Z? And so it just kind of, like, makes us not only look at this one particular conversation or this one particular question, it just makes us look at everything else because if that's how we move through the world, then that's what we're telling other people. What do we do with something that isn't fixed or like that's not going to be fixed? Like how do we handle something or how do we move through life or how do we adjust and live? Um, into something that isn't going to just be cured or be fixed, and I feel like that's kind of the same with our own lives of like, how do we live our lives? Which is so countercultural to just just having these um, goals and words for the year. It's just like, how do we live? in such a way that makes our lives not be something that we're looking to fix or we're looking to solve, um, and to just live into, you know, cause it's like, we are living our story right now. And there's not a before something happens. And then an after it's like, we're here and it's happening to us now. And there's not this amazing formula to kind of fix our lives, you know, or to fix ourselves. And so I just feel like that can really apply to this whole conversation of just what it means to not live our lives in an attempt to fix them or to change them into something that we really can't achieve. Because even if we try, it's like we're always going to fall short of something. We're always going to not hit the mark on this one goal that we had. And so in, I guess, more of a, like, concrete thing, I guess... um, we can just kind of start to talk about just some two of like maybe something that we are looking forward to this year or like something that's exciting, you know. Um, I mean, for me personally, like, you know, I mean, like school. I'm halfway through, I guess, my junior year now. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have just like. I guess, a couple of more quarters this year, um, at least, to complete. Um, I am going to um, France this summer, which I'm super excited about that, and I'm also going to be working at a camp that I work at every summer, so I'm just really excited for that, and um, sometime this kind of later on, This year, I'm also going to start applying to grad school, probably. So that's just kind of a whole other thing. So just kind of trying to get ready for things like that, like things that are exciting, but can also cause stress and can also feel scary. But do you have any exciting things coming up this year or anything that you want to just share? Yes. Wow there are so many
1: things that I do want to like touch on. And um, I guess there are some things I guess that I'm looking forward to, but right now I feel like a lot of them have not uh, presented themselves. So I think for 2022, kind of something that feels kind of obvious based on what we've been talking about is that I just want to learn to like really be present and not worry about the future. Um, And I know just the Bible talks a lot about, you know, not caring about what you're gonna eat, what you're gonna drink, what you're gonna wear. Um, Because, you know, all of that is, you know, truly vanity and, oh, and provided in Christ, I think too, is something important to think about. And um, I guess as we're talking about like, how our lives are not something to truly, like, be fixed. I think there's also, like, what is there, like, there's a conversation about, like, well, what if I notice and am convicted of, you know, brokenness within me? Like, mm-hmm. maybe things that I'm just convicted of knowing that, you know, I can't be perfect, so then, like, what? Then then what, where is my identity? Like, what is my purpose? And Um, I know this is, like, basic psychology, but this, I guess, age group, like, 18 to 25, just emerges this stage of, like, um, I guess, who am I? Like, answering this overarching question of, like, who am I? And I feel like what comes after that, too, is, like, what is my purpose? Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like those are questions, I guess, that can stem from, like, okay, my life is not something that, like, I can fix or it's not something that is supposed to be uh just made perfect into something so much better and greater than, you know, where I'm at currently. Um and so I think I guess my answer to that would just be um you know, having a relationship with Christ is something that I feel like um you know, I'm not perfect in any way and I feel like a lot of that too is just um I guess sin and brokenness that is just all around us and here on earth, like there is trouble and there is sickness and disease and it's hard. Um, and it's crazy cause I feel like, you know, I'm so sheltered I don't even recognize all of the hurt that is um, going on, you know, outside of the four walls that I'm surrounded by right now. And um, the only reference, point of reference I have is just hurt and brokenness within me that I have experienced and, um, you know, maybe not receiving, like, I can't reverse those things from happening and those things can't just, you know, be erased from my memory or my subconscious. Um, there are things that, you know, have happened to me or things that I have done that I have to make sense of and provide context for, like, how do I, um, move on from here? And I think that, for me, comes from um, forming a relationship with Christ and just the way that He has tended to all of the hurt and all of the grief and um, all of like the loneliness and despair even sometimes and lack of faith sometimes. And I feel like He's just always been so faithful um, to first like love me where I am when I'm hurting and when I feel most broken or convicted. Um, And he meets those areas of my life and provides healing and provides, you know, people that minister to my heart. Um, And I truly believe that um, we can be transformed by like the renewal of our minds. And um, I'd been tossing back and forth, like I guess a word And it was more so not like a word that I just this year was supposed to all encapsulate like this one word, but more of a word of just something like you had asked if there was anything I was hoping to maybe see in 2022. And I think for me, like renewal was a word that I felt, you know, just kept coming to my mind. And um, I kept putting this pressure on myself, like, no, it needs to be something like way more serious and way more, you know, even like way more like holy if that even makes sense which it definitely doesn't but initial thought was like well that's not good enough like that's not like something more concrete like you know obedience or even faith but renewal was the word that just kept coming to my mind and it's something i definitely want to see more of in 2022 and i noticed that um you know i've had like i've been walking with christ in the sense of like i um, have dedicated my life to following him, um, for about four, closer to four years now, which is actually a long time to me, even though that's, you know, not really a long time at all. Um, it's just been, I guess, such a journey. And, um, I don't know if you felt this way, but I feel like initially, like that first, you know, yes, like I will follow you wherever, Lord, Um, and that initial like receiving, you know, healing for the hurt places and forgiveness of, you know, sin that I was convicted of, um, was just this, you know, childlike faith and just childlike giddiness, almost like a knee jerk reaction to the weight of, you know, the glory of his presence and something that I was just awakened to after so long of just really fumbling through life and you know trying other kinds of fixes for places of hurt and brokenness in my life and um just trying almost like every other avenue of like healing and you know trying to fill I guess that subliminal search for more with everything else and um a lot of people I guess ask me or I've been challenged a lot this year by professors or by people and even by um, a girl that I get the privilege of mentoring, just ask me, like, how can you be sure? Like, there has to be something more. Like, how can you be so sure? And there are even questions that I've struggled and wrestled with, I guess, the end of 2021. Like, my faith was really challenged. Um, And I always come back, I guess, to this truth that, you know, I was so hurt and I was experiencing so much brokenness, um, in my life. And nothing seemed to really take until I surrendered my life to Christ, um, and chose to follow after him. Um, and so at the end of the day, like people can ask me to prove God and all I have is my faith. Um, all I have is that seed that was planted and, um, that has become something in and of itself, just this unique kind of tree and that I feel like he, you know, is planted and watered and cared for. Um, and I feel so often like I have just, you know, uprooted it or I have died or I have just caused so much destruction and experienced so much more brokenness um, and even walked in sin after choosing to follow Christ that sometimes I just feel like so unworthy, um, of continuing, like in my walk with Christ or so unsure sometimes that it's like, well, I don't deserve God's grace. Like I have a lot of doubt, um, that I really don't know what to do with. And just over and over again, I'm just reminded of like the person of Christ and how he is love. Um, and the kind of love that doesn't fail and the kind of faithfulness that isn't contingent upon my faithfulness and, you know, my performance, and it's something I think I'll be struggling with and wrestling with and growing in, I think, for the rest of my life, just like this concept of faith, um, and to wrap all of that up, I guess something I want to see for 2022 is just the renewal of that faith that I had at first. and just, I guess, the renewal of the wonder and the awe of His glory, um, the kind of wonder and awe that kind of silenced all of my questions and um, even put to rest all of my doubts and fears um, because I just felt so deeply in my spirit that there is a God and that Jesus does exist. and. Um, you know, he has been faithful throughout the generations, and you can read and reference, you know, scripture to see that, that he's always been faithful, but I think, um, what makes him real to me is just the relationship that I have formed with him, and I always come back to this place of, even if I'm wrong, like, even if there was not a God, I just come back to this place of, that's my only hope. I don't know if I even want to like live in a world where I can't put my hope and my faith in anything. Um, or heaven forbid, you know, just put my faith so much into, you know, myself to achieve perfection or myself to, you know, work it all out and deal with what I'm going through. I do have blessed assurance in him and I know that as long as like I'm I'm believing in him and I'm pressing in with faith and I'm trusting him that He will not let me down, but I think, I guess, that's the beauty of a God who sent His Son to, like, die for His creation um, on a cross to bear, like, the sin, because He knew we weren't, you know, perfect, that we weren't going to achieve that or even make a way on our own, Um, and so, yeah, that was, like, a long and, I guess, like, really, like, intimate glimpse into my heart, and just as it concerns faith, and but it really just is so entwined with what I want to see this year. But it's one of those things where it's like, I want to put that expectation on you know, God, on someone who is perfect and someone who is capable of doing far more abundantly than what I could ever ask or imagine. Because chances are, I'll let myself down before He lets me down. <laughs> That's just, I feel like, my personal track record. and
0: But, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah, that was really, really good, Liv. And I feel like when you were just, like, talking, I could just see that it was all about feeling that, like, relationship with the Lord and with God. Like, you were just talking about it in terms of that place of, closeness and connection and that's all that we really need you know like that is the core of who we are is we're wired for connection we're wired to not only be loved but also be known and I think that that starts with knowing God but also him knowing us, like I think that's where we heal and that's where we are able to walk out in love and faith because it's not only knowing him cognitively or with our like brain and our intellect, but also knowing him that he knows us, and that's how we heal. Um, But, yeah, Mm -hmm. I just want to just... Thanks for sharing all that, though. And, um, yeah, thank you for sharing all that. It was really good and therapeutic for me to just process all of this with you and to just talk about it with you. So, But, yes, well, I hope that all of you... That are listening enjoyed this but yeah i hope that all of y'all have a good week and we will see you next week bye Yay.